Welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Hi, I'm Hillary Bennett, former corporate stooge turned motivated mompreneur. After becoming a mom, I realized the two options offered to moms did not work for me. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom, but I didn't want to work a normal 9-to-5 job either. I wanted to live into my professional calling and be a present, joyful mom. So I left my 9-to-5 and started coaching motivated mompreneurs just like you to build and grow successful, sustainable, heart-centered businesses without sacrificing their family. Join me each week as we dive into business strategy, mindset and productivity tips, inspiration, and a lot of laughs. Let's get to it. Hey mamas, welcome to another episode of the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Hillary Bennett, your mompreneur mindset and accountability coach, and today I've got another solo cast for you, and we are going to be talking all about imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something I think that we as women deal with on the daily, but I also think that as mompreneurs, it takes it to a whole nother level. So I want to give you five tips on how to beat imposter syndrome, three of which are proactive, things that you can start doing now to help you be more successful when imposter syndrome comes up and rears its ugly head, and then two ways to help tackle acute imposter syndrome. So when you are in the thick of it, feeling like you just aren't enough, and everyone's going to find out you're a big old fraud, what are a couple of ways to help you get out of that lie and back into the truth that you are doing what God intended you to do and sharing your gifts with the world? Okay, so um, for me, I'll just kind of say imposter syndrome was huge when I first started my business, so much so that I actually let it win. And when I say let it win, I'll give you a specific example. I would have client consult sessions, say that three times fast, with prospective ladies that were possibly interested in working with me. And the imposter syndrome would go through my head and say things like, you are brand new at this. You're not really able to help them yet. You don't have the tools and the experience and the credibility yet. What do you think you're doing? This is going to be terrible. This call isn't going to work. On and on and on. And I listened to that voice to the point where I never looked forward to a consultation call. Now, I'm a coach and working with me one-on-one is what the business world would call a high ticket item. And so those consult calls were the way that I could really take someone who had come into my environment and we could go deep and get them a small transformation so that they then would want to work with me more. Tell me, if you were with someone who's putting energy into something that was, I really don't want to be here, would you pay a lot of money to work with them? Nope, me neither. And guess what? I got no clients. I got no clients for a long time because I was letting imposter syndrome dictate the energy and the way that I felt about something that was critical to my business being successful. So I since have worked really hard at tackling imposter syndrome. And for me, it manifests really as kind of that inner mean girl, that self-critical voice. 
And the things that really helped me improve. Um, Again, this first one is something that you can start doing today if you're not already doing it so helpful, and that is meditation. I could have a whole separate conversation about meditation. I think that um, we often assign information and description to meditation that doesn't necessarily have to be true. And so when I say meditation, what I really mean in this case is being able to get quiet and still so you can be more aware of your body, of your heart and your soul, how you're feeling and what you're thinking. Because as moms, we carry a really heavy mental load. Am I right? Are you all on the other end going like, oh, yes. So many things are up to us to coordinate the logistics, to keep track of, um, and then running a business on top of all of that. It's a lot to carry. And so it is infrequent, at least for me, that I'm able to sit down in quiet and stillness and actually check in and be like, how am I thinking right now? And how am I feeling right now? And what is the truth underneath all of the noise that is every day? The reason why it's so important to do this as a way to prevent imposter syndrome from taking over is because this is the space that you're going to find the truth. The things that imposter syndrome tells you, the things that that inner mean girl tells you, those are the lies. But if you don't take the time to get quiet and listen for the truth, there's nothing to counteract those lies. And, um, you know, if you're someone who prays, it's also a really beautiful space to do that. A lot of time prayer is um, sending gratitudes to God, sharing fears and concerns, asking for what we desire, what we need, what we have help for, praying for others. There's also so much beauty in being quiet and letting God use that time and space to open your eyes and your mind to how you're feeling, how you're thinking. Um, And another great way to be able to pull out those truths so that you are familiar with them when the lies start to pop in. The next step that I hope that you're already doing, if not, start doing it today, is practicing some positive affirmations. This is kind of that next step from meditating or having quiet time during prayer. If during that meditation and prayer time, you start to uncover the truths that you are worthy and you were created for this and you are fulfilling your purpose and you can do this, those are the truths that can be uncovered during meditation and prayer. As you pull those out, if you start saying those to yourself, if you start seeing those words more often, your brain is a beautiful, amazing thing and will start to really understand those truths for what they are and it will become more second nature to believe them. Uh, I know that when I first started trying to do affirmations, it was hard because my brain's like, uh, new. It was an unfamiliar thing I hadn't really heard before that I was worthy, that I could do this, that I was following God's purpose for me. Um, And so... It took practice, and that's what positive affirmations are all about. It's taking that truth and practicing it. You're practicing listening and believing that truth. It's so important to have this practice because when 
those nasty grams from that inner mean girl come up in those moments to be able to say, I know the truth and this is what it is. When she says, you are not worth it, I can say, actually, I was divinely created to do this work. I couldn't be more worth it. I need to be able to have those affirmations already in my hip pocket, already practiced for them to really be able to combat the lies that are going on in my mind as imposter syndrome is wreaking havoc. So the third thing that um, I would love you to start doing right now that can be a huge help towards battling imposter syndrome is imperfect progress. Now, this is not going to be the last time that you hear me talking about imperfect progress. It is one of the pillars of what I have built my business on and what I coach my clients to do. Imposter syndrome will also tell you that you're not ready, that it's not good enough yet. Keep working, keep working. And it keeps you in this safe zone of working and being productive without having to expose yourself to the world yet. But in doing that, we're staying in a place where we're not able to build confidence and we're not able to take any forward steps. So Imagine this, and I'm just going to use my podcast as an example because this is kind of the latest and greatest goal that I've achieved. For a long time, I've wanted a podcast. Even before I became an entrepreneur, I loved the connection and information that's available over podcasts so much that I was like, oh, I would love it if I had something important enough to say and that people would listen and we could have that kind of interaction where I could make that sort of positive impact. Well, cut to then becoming an entrepreneur, and I think, okay, I actually have something to say now, and there's this whole group of incredible, amazing moms that could benefit from listening, and we could become friends through this, you know, but what was going on in my mind is you need to have more clients, you need to have more revenue, you need to have more appearances on other people's podcasts. Essentially, you're not enough, you're not ready, and you need to have all of this credibility before you deserve to have your own podcast. And that was the recording in my mind. And I was in a Facebook group And one of the questions was around podcasts, and I responded to the post saying, I am going to have a a podcast one day, the timing's just not right. And someone responded to that post and was like, why is the timing not right? Purely out of curiosity, I think, but also with a little bit of intuition that I could be holding myself back and that imposter syndrome could be a part of that. And sure enough, when I sat back and really took a look at where I'm spending my time and the kind of work that I'm doing, I realized a podcast could really be a beautiful way for me to share information. I had been writing a blog twice a week. It was taking a lot of time and energy. And let's be honest, ladies, when was the last time you as a mom read a blog from start to finish? Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, look at how old your oldest kiddo is and that's how many years it's been, right? We don't have time to do that. Plus, to sit down and read takes focus. With a podcast, you're washing your dishes right now. You're running your laundry. You're folding your laundry. You're driving. You're taking a walk. And all of that really strategic multitasking allows you to 
consume content that you want to want to consume that you don't really have the opportunity for in your busy life with a blog. So that information plus this beautiful curious question that this woman posted in Facebook led me to realize that I was ready and I was worthy and I was credible enough. And so within I think it took me from the day that I had that aha moment to the day that this podcast launch was less than a month. So less than four weeks. And as I started to make progress, as I started to check things off the list of how to get your podcast started, I started to gain confidence. So this is where I'm kind of getting back to this imperfect progress idea. If I had waited for things to be perfect, I wouldn't be launching my podcast within four weeks, okay? But by taking imperfect progress, my confidence started to build. My excitement and motivation also started to build because I started to get a taste for what this was going to be like. And that excitement, motivation, and confidence for sure counteracts some of what imposter syndrome brings to bear. So I always think imperfect progress is a great tool, but boosting your confidence and being an antidote to imposter syndrome, it is, it's a heavy hitter. Okay, so now I'm going to dive into a couple of ideas for when you are in the thick of it and imposter syndrome, your inner mean girl is reigning supreme in your head. There are two things that I think can really help. One is super, I mean, they're both super simple, but this one I think is just so simple. And that is remember your past successes. So my very first boss out of college, her name was Rose, and she still is such a dear friend and an amazing supporter of mine. She told me, anytime you get an email, and this is course in corporate America, anytime you get an email, I want you to create a folder. And name the folder whatever you want, but anytime you get an email that says great job or offers you some kind of recognition or praise in any way, I want you to put it into that folder and save it. And in moments where you're feeling down, I want you to open up that folder and relive the successes and the positive impacts that you've made on people. And that was some of the best advice I've ever been given, and I'm giving that advice to you now. When you have those successes, store them away somewhere you can access them, whether it's in a journal, whether you have a folder in your email server, whether it's an actual physical folder at your desk. I don't care what it is, but I want you to be able to access it at a moment's notice and be like, wow, look how far I've come. Look at the positive impact that I've been able to make. Look at all these hard things I've been able to achieve in my life. Even if you're at ground zero and you haven't even maybe fully committed to becoming an entrepreneur yet, but you're really feeling yourself called, you've still done some amazing things, lady, that are evidence of you being able to be successful as an entrepreneur. And so in the heat of imposter syndrome, being able to have the presence of mind to look back and be like, I've done amazing things, okay? At the very least, you are a mother. And when I say at the very least, like, oh my gosh, moms are warriors. Whether you built and birthed your baby or you adopted your baby, you are a warrior. And just that experience in and of itself, truly, I believe, makes you capable of doing anything you set your mind to. Okay, so put together 
a little bit of a reference folder of your successes and go to that when you feel imposter syndrome coming down. The last step is visualization. And I didn't even really realize the power of this until I was working with a client and I saw firsthand in real time how visualizing future success and really letting yourself step into that moment can help you get rid of the anxiety and the self-doubt that you're feeling in the current moment. So here's how that exercise looks. For me, I would close my eyes and I would take a few deep breaths and just allow myself to kind of get into my body and get into that space where I can sense true emotion as it comes up. So whatever you have to do to get to that space. And then imagine, start to visualize the future that you're working toward. So maybe that is that you've grown your business now and you have a team of people and you're able to impact so many more customers or clients. You are really living out your purpose. You have this amazing balance between work and family. You are financially abundant. I mean, whatever, whatever your future dreams are, start to visualize that so clearly to the point that you actually feel like you are there that you are there in this current moment today right now. And then be aware of what comes up for you. What are you feeling? Are you feeling joyful, exalted, proud, empowered, motivated, excited, loved? I don't know what you're feeling, but I'm sure it's good if you are allowing yourself to believe that reality. Write those feelings down and Make sure that you remember like where were you feeling it in your body and what those feelings were because now you can pull that out in a moment of acute imposter syndrome and you can take a deep breath and in less than two minutes, this client was able to do this in less than two minutes, right? Put herself into that future and hold on to those feelings and she was like, okay, I've got this. This amazing ability to make those future dreams and the feelings that you get from achieving those dreams today's reality. Now, imposter syndrome is only one of the ways that this strategy kicks ass. It can help you in so many other things too, but I think it's really powerful because your body can remember that feeling of emotion. And so bringing it back to that space can help quiet down that inner mean girl. So, I know that you've either struggled or will struggle with imposter syndrome, and it won't be the last time because we are human. And even for those of you who have been working so hard at building a beautiful and healthy mindset around work, around money, around self-worth, it's still going to pop up every once in a while. It's the world that we live in. So I hope that these tips help you and that you'll be able to easily bring them out and practice them so that you can continue to make progress and share your gifts with the world because mama, we need you. We need you to use those amazing, unique gifts that God has given you. And we need you to share them with us because that will make the world a better place. And when I think about if every mom around the world, whether she was working or not, felt empowered and actually executed on sharing her gifts with the rest of us, oh, it would be so amazing. And that is what gets me up and out of bed every day. And so I hope that you feel empowered to go forth and do the same. 
So thank you so much for listening and hanging out with me during this episode of The Motivated Mompreneur, and I hope you come back next week for another dose of inspiration and information to build the business of your dreams without sacrificing your family. As a mom, I know your most valuable resource is your time, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in today. If you like what you hear and want to connect more, head over to www.hillarybennett.com forward slash podcast, or find me on Instagram at Coach Hillary, and let's get to know each other better. Also, if you could take a couple minutes to leave me a rating and review, that will help me reach other amazing mompreneurs, multiply their bottom line, 